Welcome to Profit First Nation, the official podcast for entrepreneurs who are operating their businesses in the zone of permanent profitability. I'm Mike Michalowicz, the author of Profit First, and now here's your Profit First Nation guide, Daniel Mulvey. Hello, my entrepreneurial friends. Welcome back to Profit First Nation, the podcast for the top 17% of entrepreneurs with cash in the bank to correlate to your profitability. Today is an episode ending in zero. It's episode 150, which means that we tackle some Q&A and questions, but we have a very special treat today because today is Q&A quiz edition. So I've got 10 quiz questions for you to test how well you are doing profit first right in your business. So let's move on to question number one. This is probably the easiest question in, in, in the bank here. So real revenue is A, the same as gross profit, B, total revenue minus cost of goods sold, or is it C, total revenue minus materials and subcontractors? Which one is it? Real revenue is A, the same as gross profit, B, total revenue minus cost of goods sold, or C, real revenue minus materials and subcontractors? And the answer is C, real revenue is total revenue minus materials and subcontractors. So in profit first, your allocations are based off of your real revenue number. So you're gonna take your total sales minus your materials cost, some say that's cost of goods, minus your subcontractor costs, and that is your real revenue number, and your real revenue number is what you do your allocations off of, all right? So if you're doing advanced profit first, that money's gonna come into your business, you're going to sweep out the materials, you're gonna sweep out the subcontractor costs. If you have sales tax, you're gonna also sweep that out. And then what's left, you'll put into your income account. And from that income account is what you will do your uh, allocations from. So in advanced profit first, we recommend having like an accounts receivable and that's separate from your income account. So the accounts receivable is all of your sales. Uh, revenue going into that. Then from there, you're going to take out the materials, take out the subcontractors, take out the sales tax. Then what's left, you'll move into your income account. And then in your income account, you'll do your allocations from that. All right, easy peasy. We're just cruising along here. So let's move on to question number two. Business owners who take a salary as part of their company's payroll don't need an owner's comp account. So is that true or false? Business owners who take a salary as part of the company's payroll don't need an owner's compensation account. True or false? And that answer is false. So if you pay yourself on the company's payroll, you still absolutely have to have that owner's compensation account. And what you do on your allocation day is you allocate to your your allocation accounts, profit first, then owner's pay, then tax, then operating expenses. But after you allocate from your owner's comp account, you're going to then do a secondary suite from that owner's comp account 
to operating expenses if your payroll comes out of operating expenses. Or in the case of our businesses, we have a separate payroll account. So we sweep the owner's compensation dollars after allocations into that payroll account. And then the payroll company pulls payday out of that payroll account. And let's move on to question number three. So if you want to pay as little as possible in taxes, then you should A, run up expenses by the end of the tax year in order to reduce your taxable income, or B, run your business profitably as possible and work with your tax advisor to find ways to reduce your tax liability that don't include running up expenses. Or C, have your spouse increase the amount withheld from their paycheck to minimize your taxes. And that answer, my entrepreneurial friends, is actually B. If you want to pay as little as possible in taxes, then you should run your business as profitably as possible and work with your tax advisor to find ways to reduce your tax liability that don't include running up expenses. All right. So I find that there's sort of two camps of, of, of CPAs out there doing tax. One is, hey, we want to minimize your tax liability. So if you've got money in your business, showing at that bottom line, then you need to spend, spend, spend because that's what you pay taxes on and we want to minimize that. So what you end up doing when you run up expenses and you, you buy things out of the business and you use your business as a personal piggy bank, you're shooting yourself in, in the left foot and the right foot, to be honest. Because number one, you're just spending it on stuff that you don't need so you, you don't pay taxes, but then you don't have cash to correlate to your profitability. And I'd rather have cold, hard cash in the bank to correlate profitability. And, uh, and, and, and the second thing is, is that when you do that, when you use your business as a personal piggy bank or you run up your expenses, so much that there's like little to nothing showing in terms of profitability. I mean, that kills your valuation. You're going to need to exit your business someday, whether you want to or whether God takes you from this earth earlier than you planned. And when you go to sell or exit your business, the valuation of your business is based off of the profitability of your business. So if, if, if your profitability has been used up on buying things and being a personal piggy bank, well, then that's going to harm your valuation of your business because you're going to be paid a multiple of your profitability. So we want that profit number to be as, as big as possible because that is the multiple that is applied to the valuation of your business and what you get for exiting your business instead of having stuff that you don't really need. All right. So you don't want a tax advisor whose strategy is spend, 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 spend to minimize your tax liability. You want a profit first professional accountant, bookkeeper, or coach. Well, definitely an accountant working with you on your taxes and leverage other strategies. There's so many other strategies that can, you know, give you some tax savings while still preserving cash. Uh, for you. So that is the answer to question number three. 
All right, moving on to question number four. If you collect sales tax in your business, you should A, pay them from the OPEX account, B, pay them from the tax account, or C, open a separate bank account for sales taxes. If you collect sales tax in your business, then you should open a separate bank account for sales taxes. So this is probably the most confusing and I, I, I wish we could go back and kind of add 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 some some words to the book um, because the tax account is sort of the 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 the, the maybe too vague <laughs> of a name of an account um, because we have lots of taxes that we pay as a business owner and so what you have to remember is that the first accounts owners pay and tax are for the benefit of the owner. So that tax account is to the benefit of you, the owner. So it is money that you allocate to pay the tax liabilities that you have as the owner of the company. So um, your estimated quarterly taxes come out of that tax account. Uh, you can pay yourself back the, the taxes that you pay in terms of your payroll and such from that account. But when you pay taxes from that tax account, you're actually taking it as an owner's distribution into your personal account because you pay taxes from your personal account, all right? So the tax account in profit first is for the benefit of the owner, for you to pay your taxes as being the owner of the business. It is not for sales tax. It's not for all of your employer, employees, payroll taxes, et cetera. It is to the benefit of you. All right. Um, so if you have a payroll account and a payroll service, you should just be fine with that payroll account. You don't have to have like a separate payroll tax account unless you are doing your own filings of payroll taxes. All right. Um, so you definitely want that sales tax account if you collect sales tax and you want to take that money out of out of, of what we called the AR account. Again, we're talking now profit first advance. Um, so you have an accounts receivable account, all the, all the deposits, all the money you collect goes into that accounts receivable account. And then um, on your designated allocation day, you are going to um, take out the sales tax, take out materials, take out subcontractors. What's left goes into your income account. And from the income account, you do your allocations, all right? Question number five, we are just gliding along here and um, I hope you're at 100% so far. In question number five, when you implement profit first in your business, what should you do with the money in your existing bank account? Okay, so you've opened a business, maybe you've been in business six months, a year, six years, and you are implementing profit first. When you first implement profit first, of course there's cash in your business, what do you do with that money in your existing bank account? Do you A, calculate the retroactive profit first allocations and allocate the money to your new profit first accounts? Do you B, leave the money in your existing bank account except for the funds needed to open your new profit first accounts? Or do you C, use it to pay debt and start building your cash reserves with your next deposit? And that answer is B. When you first implement profit first in your business and you have money in your existing bank account, then you leave that money in your existing bank account except what is needed to open up your new profit first accounts. 
So, you know, oftentimes banks have like a, a minimum deposit to open an account. So if it's $10, $100, $500 to open up your uh, profit, owner's pay, tax, operating expense account, um, that's what you're going to do, okay? And let's move on to question number six. In profit first, we address debt by A, paying off the loan with the highest interest rate first, B, we file for bankruptcy, or C, we use a debt snowball or the snowball effect to pay down the debt. So in profit first, we address debt by paying off the loan with the highest interest rate first, filing bankruptcy, or C, using a debt snowball or the snowball effect. And the answer is C, we use the debt snowball or the snowball effect. So the debt snowball coined by um, our friend Dave Ramsey means that you are going to pay the debt with the lowest balance first um, using the profit from your profit hold account at the end of the quarter. So at the end of each quarter, you're going to go to your profit hold account. If you have debt, if you have business debt, you are going to continue to service the debt. The monthly minimum payments are going to come out of operating expenses. But at the end of the quarter, you're going to go to your inconvenient bank. You're going to see what the balance is in your profit hold account. And you're going to take 99% of what is in your profit hold account. And you are going to plow it towards the principal on your lowest debt balance. Okay. And what is that is going to do is that is going to, you know, start to, 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 to just, build and build and build. So we're going to start small and that snowball effect means we're going to get to the bigger and bigger and bigger uh, debt balances as we go, but we're going to pay that lowest debt balance first. Then we're going to pay the next lowest one, the next lowest one, et cetera. Um, and, uh, and, and so that is how you pay down business debt using profit first. And what do we do with that 1% that we, that we saved? Um, go buy yourself a really fancy uh, coffee with, you know, an extra shot and some whip on it. All right. Okay. Question number seven. Since the profit owner's comp and tax accounts are all for the benefit of the business owner, can they be combined into one account? True or false? Again, since the profit owner's compensation and tax accounts are all for the benefit of the business owner, can't they just be combined into one account? True or false? Hmm. The answer is false. No, 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 no. We need these separate bank accounts. We need to understand and have these separate bank accounts, these separate small plates, so that we know what the intention is for cash in the business. And we know what it is for. Again, we don't want to use our, our, our business as a personal piggy bank. So we allocate to owner's compensation because that is the money, that is the salary that we need to pay ourselves to live on and cover our basic expenses, you know, the roof over our head, our car, our clothes, um, you know, all of those living expenses. Um, and then the tax is set aside so that when it's time to pay your quarterly estimated taxes or reimburse yourself on the payroll taxes that you've paid, you have that money designated for that. 
no sweat, no problem when it comes to tax time. And then um, profit is the, the, the reward for being a business owner. And, and so with profit, after you've paid down your business debt on your profit allocation day, you're gonna go to your inconvenient bank, you're gonna look at the balance in your profit hold account after you've paid off any business debt. And what's in that account, you're gonna take 50% as an owner's distribution to yourself and do with it what you want. Go on a vacation, buy a new car, do those fabulous things. And then you're gonna leave 50% in the profit hold account. We actually sweep it to a vault account, um, but, but, but you wanna keep cash in the business and that is going to give you cushion, that's going to give you security, and that is what that is for. So it's really, really important that we keep those designations of profit, owner's compensation, owner's pay, and tax, all right? Okay, question number eight. You might wanna get out a, a, a pencil and a piece of paper for this. You can even use your calculator. So let's say a small construction business has $500,000 in total revenue. They spend 180,000 on materials used in their projects, and they also pay their subcontractors a total of $75,000 for the year, okay? Additionally, they pay an office manager $40,000 per year, and the rent for their main office is $12,000 per year. If the business is using the target allocation percentages for their real revenue level, which of the following allocations is correct? Woo, this is um, kind of interesting and such. So the first thing that we need to do is we need to figure out what is their real revenue number because the real revenue number is what you base your allocations off of. And from question number one, you already know this, real revenue is we take the total revenue minus materials minus subcontractors to get the real revenue number. So total sales, total revenue, minus materials, minus subcontractors equals a real revenue number. And the real revenue number is then what we do the target allocation percentages off of. So in this case, we are going to subtract from $500,000, we're gonna take out $180,000 for materials, and we're gonna take out $75,000 for subcontractors. And that is going to give us our real revenue number. And I should have done the math on this first. So uh, bear with me, 500,000 minus 180,000 minus 75,000 puts us at $245,000 in real revenue. So we're gonna look at um, our handy dandy from the book, or if you're with us on YouTube, um, the, the target allocation percentage chart and that real revenue range we're gonna be looking at is zero to 250,000 because after we subtracted the materials and subcontractors, the real revenue is $245,000. So we're going to be in that column A, which means our profit is 5%, our owner's pay is 50%, our tax is 15%, and our operating expenses are 30%. So the answer to this super duper math question is actually C, okay? Profit is going to be 5% 
of $245,000. So that's going to be $12,250 is profit. Owner's comp is 50% of the 245,000. So that's 122,500 in owner's compensation. And tax is um, 15%. I should know that. Um, so, so, so tax is $36,750 and operating expenses is 30%. Um, so that is 73,500. All right. So, um, a little math, but you've got this. So remember your target allocation percentages are based off of your real revenue number and you're not going to hit your target allocation percentages out of the gate, right? Right, right, right. Um, you are going to do a rollout plan. You're gonna reverse engineer from your target allocation percentages and where you are now in your instant assessment. And you're just going to adjust those percentages for profit, owner's pay, tax, and operating expenses up or down one, two, three, maybe 4% quarter over quarter until you get to your target allocation percentages. And remember it takes, yes, it takes six to eight quarters to move from your current allocation percentages in your instant assessment to your target allocation percentages. You wanna go slow because you will be successful if you do this right and you go slow and you're methodical about it and you're not upsetting the apple cart by trying to like, change something by radical percentage of 10 or whatever. This is just subtle changes in your business that over time make that huge difference in terms of your profitability and cash in the bank to correlate to your profitability. Okay, question number nine, not all business owners are on a company's payroll. Many take their compensation in the form of draws and distributions from the business. Do these business owners need to separate profit and owner's comp accounts? Do they? Well, yes. Uh, option A is yes. Owner's comp acts as a regular payroll to the owner and supports the owner's lifestyle. Profit acts like the bonus. Or no, answer B. In this case, you can combine the profit and owner's comp accounts when you're like an LLC and you're taking distributions or draws. Or is the answer C, yes, both owner's comp and profit distributions support the owner's lifestyle. Okay, so what is the answer? The answer is A. So if, if you are structured as a business where you take your compensation in the forms of draws and distributions, you still absolutely need to have an owner's comp account and a profit account. And we treat them for the intention that they're made to be. The, the owner's comp acts like your payroll, okay? So you are needing to pay yourself regularly to pay your regular personal monthly bills. And then the profit account is meant to be an act like that bonus account, that, that reward for, for running the business, okay? If you combine the accounts, you're gonna tend to use your bank in business like a personal piggy bank, which is going to um, deplete your profitability and, and really just shoot you in both feet like I talked about earlier. All right. Well, the fun is about to come to an end because, oh my goodness, we are on question number 10. The last question in the quiz, the make or break. Um, my business is just getting started and I'm not showing a profit yet. 
I, um, I, do I need to wait until I'm profitable to implement profit first in my business? So if your business is just getting started and you are not showing a profit yet, do you wait until you're profitable to implement profit first in your business? Is that true or is that false? And the answer is false. If you have a relatively new business, you're in operations, you've had expenses, you have some money coming in, then you absolutely need to start implementing profit first now. And you need to do the instant assessment because there's money flowing in your business. And, um, and, and, and the sooner you implement profit first, the sooner you will be on the path to permanent profitability in your new business. Okay. If you are a so spanking new business, that you haven't even sold anything yet, you really haven't had any expenses yet, then, uh, then, then of course you also implement profit first out of the gate. The difference between the two businesses is if you haven't done anything yet with your business and you are so, so new, then you can start your business at your target allocation percentages because your business will know no different. Okay. And that is like the primo smartest way to go is, is that way. Now, if you've been in business for a couple of months and you've had some expenses and you've had some revenue coming in, well, your business is, is kind of rolling, um, maybe not as fast as you want, but you then at that stage, you definitely need to do that instant assessment. And then you need to do the whole rollout plan and start with the allocation, understanding what your allocations are based off of your instant assessment and then move towards those target allocation percentages Hopefully it wouldn't take you quite as long, but it's going to still take you like six months or, or more to move from those current allocation percentages to those target allocation percentages. But the point is, is as quickly as you can implement profit first and you will be on the path to permanent profitability and to stay on that path. We need to do profit first, right? Remember um, episodes like this ending in zero episodes ending in five and episodes ending in eight is when we address these questions about profit first and keeping you on the path to permanent profitability by doing profit first, right? So remember, those episodes ending in zero, five and eight keep you on the path to permanent profitability and doing profit first right. A bonus to doing profit first right um, and being accountable to it would be working with a certified profit first professional accountant, bookkeeper or coach. And so if you would like to connect with one of my certified profit first professional peeps, then please go to profitfirstnation.com and click on contact and there you can connect with a certified profit first professional cheers to another profitable day my entrepreneurial friends thanks for tuning in to the profit first nation podcast we hope you found today's episode valuable and that it's inspired you to take action towards achieving permanent profitability in your business if you want to learn more about how to implement Profit First in your business and connect with a community of like-minded entrepreneurs, be sure to visit us at ProfitFirstNation.com to download our how-to guides and resources. Remember, permanent profitability is within your reach, and we're here to support you every step of the way. So let's do Profit First right together. Profit First Nation website, related podcasts and videos are provided for general information purposes only and do not constitute accounting, legal, tax, or other professional advice. Visitors should not act upon the content or information found here without first seeking appropriate advice from an accountant, financial planner, lawyer, or other professional.